Juancho, Hernan Gomez is a member of the Boston Celtics. I guess I called it, and I'm going to talk about it right now on the Lockdown Celtics podcast. Crowd goes crazy, most in-depth coverage on the daily, mainly podcast royalty, the content kings. When you talk about the franchise with 17 rings, focus like Danny at the deadline. Global with it got a local feel like the red line, the blue line, the green line. Play it in between time. I'ma throw my C's jersey on in the meantime and press play. When the F's done, I can't wait until the next day. Trying to stay in tune with the C's, that's the best way. Melly. Hey there, welcome back to the Lockdown Celtics Podcast. Thank you for making the show part of your daily routine, whatever it is that you're doing right now, listening to the show and your headphones watching on YouTube. Thank you very much. I'm John Corrales. I cover the Boston Celtics for Boston Sports Journal. I've written a book called Boston Celtics All-Time All-Stars. Buy it now wherever books are sold. Get it on my website. 30 bucks for a signed, personalized copy. Give it as a gift. All right, Juancho Hernan Gomez. I've been talking about Juancho Hernan Gomez as a possible reclamation project, and... I've spoken it into existence. Wancho coming to the Boston Celtics. Very excited about this. Um, just the fact that something that I said actually came to fruition. So I'll be talking about this all, all show long. Uh, first, first part, first segment is going to be about just the mechanics of the deal. The second part, whether he should start. And then in the third part, the potential for these reclamation projects for the Boston Celtics. So let's just get into this. Wancho Hernan Gomez went from Minnesota to Memphis and now Memphis to Boston in exchange for Chris Dunn, Carson Edwards, and the team swapped second round picks. So on the surface here, the deal is pretty straightforward. The money matches pretty reasonably. Um, I think the Celtics actually pick up an extra $200,000 in salary, which not a, not a huge deal, but they, they will have to do a little extra work to clear some of that salary moving forward if they want to get under the tax line. They can do it. It's still possible to do it if they want to. This is not the, the be-all, end-all. Remember, they have till the end of the season to do that, so not a rush on clearing that money for the tax line. But basically, the money matches We'll say exactly, pretty close to exactly. Uh, the big thing here is it's a two-for-one. So the Celtics go from 16 down to 15 as far as their roster goes. So they do not have to cut anybody else. If you're wondering about Jabari Parker, this does not mean that he is safe or that he's not safe because I think $100,000 of his two-plus million dollars guaranteed, but there's still $2 million plus that they could uh, not guarantee, and he could be waived. So, and and that's I think on the the first day of the season. So, uh, they they will get a look at Jabari Parker and get a sense for whether he can do anything for this team. So, there's still the potential here for Parker to go, but he doesn't have to go. Uh, Edwards is gone, Dunn is gone, and we're really looking at a. Uh, a complete flyer on a guy in Hernan Gomez. Why did I target? Why did I say so early Hernan Gomez would be a guy to look at? Well, he's 6'9", and he can be a stretch four. And he has played well in some circumstances, and he's played really poorly in some circumstances. But for a... Look, 
Chris Dunn came and went. He was never really on the team. Carson Edwards was gone no matter what. Like, this was it. Carson Edwards, Carson's time in Boston was done. So, you got Chris Dunn. He never played a second for Boston. He's out. Doesn't really matter, right? Uh, Edwards, so what? Swapping second-round picks, so what? So, you got him for basically nothing. Now, you can argue, like, we, we should keep an eye on Chris Dunn and see if maybe he can help Memphis. We can see if he has anything left, and, and maybe that's a miscalculation on Brad Stevens' part. But right now, it seems like there's no um, – it, it's just almost – when I first suggested getting Hernan Gomez, I, I was saying with the rest of the traded player exception. So Brad Stevens went a different direction with that in – Josh Richardson, another reclamation project, I'll talk about all of that in the third segment, came in and, I mean, you want to say it wasn't a traded player exception, but it's as close to a facsimile of a traded player exception that you're going to find because Edwards was gone anyway, so it really didn't matter. Um, So right now the Celtics have an opportunity to see if Hernan Gomez can fit in that stretch four spot. Uh, he's on the second year of a three-year contract, $6.9 million this season, $7.4 non-guaranteed next season. This is the other kind of good part of this. $7.4 million. If he shows up, shows out, and can get back to some of what he has shown, some of the promise that he's shown, then at $7.4 million, that's less than the mid-level. That's... That that's a reasonable contract, depending on his production. So if he comes in and you're in any the the change of scenery and not having COVID and all of that stuff works, playing alongside Tatum and Brown and all of that stuff, that stuff works, and, and Hernan Gomez is productive. We're not looking for a superstar here. You're looking for production, just a productive guy. And if the um, if he pans out, then you get him next year. At $7.4 million. This show brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com. Tell them Locked On sent you. Uh, a reasonable price, just like Rock Auto, for Hernan Gomez next year at $7.4 million. This, this, is, this is a no-risk deal. This is, you turned Chris Dunn, who was on his way out anyway. I, I, I was looking at who might go, and I just never really factored done into the equation for the Celtics, and it turns out that I was right not to. Carson Edwards, we've talked about him. He His time in Boston it w- was over. Good luck to Carson Edwards. Maybe, look, Memphis needs some shooting. Maybe he can get some extended run in Memphis. I like Carson Edwards. You, you, know, you can say what you want to say about him as a player. You can say all of that stuff on the court. But off the court, this dude just put his head down and worked. And, uh, you know, the type of guy that he didn't say much, but absolutely am rooting for him to find a spot in the NBA. And maybe Memphis is that spot. Maybe there's an opportunity there for him to play 15, 20 minutes and and see. Uh, I still think that Edwards has has a, a lot of basketball, lucrative basketball in his future. Just like Tremont Waters, who's no longer with the Celtics. Those guys have a lot of lucrative basketball in their futures. They're going to make a lot of money playing basketball over their their careers over the next 
10, 15 years. They're going to play basketball and get paid money for it and get paid plenty of it. Uh, hopefully it's in the NBA, but we'll see. So I, I think this could be a situation for Carson that's, that's pretty decent. And uh, like I said before, keep an eye on Dunn. Maybe there's some retrospect coming at the end of the season to say, Dunn might have been a guy that you wanted to keep considering. But considering his history, I'm not... I'm not mad at this. Like I said, I, I, I thought this would be um, the right move. The thing about Hernan Gomez that makes me nervous, I brought his name up enough where when it happened, people were tweeting at me like, oh, you called it, you called it. And I'm like, yeah, man, this is great. Like, you, you don't have a lot of these moments where you target this obscure guy. Like, who the hell is talking about Juancho Hernan Gomez? And no one is. So to have a guy like that, all of a sudden work out and Brad Stevens make that move, it's like, oh, all right. But what's going to end up happening, I can see it coming, is he's going to suck and people are going to be like, oh, good call, John. And I'm going to get a lot of sarcastic comments. Uh, I'm prepared for it. I, I'm, I'm stealing myself now for that moment. Uh, when I come back, we'll talk about, hey, maybe he should start. Let's consider starting Juancho Hernan Gomez. That's possible. I'll do that after I tell you about Sweat Block. A doctor at some point who had excessive perspiration decided to come up with a solution for himself. So he created Sweat Block. So now he recommends it to you. And for him, it works up to seven days. It's a wipe, like a handy wipe. You get it. You take a shower. You wipe it on your problem area. Then you go to sleep in the morning. You wash it off. And it can work for up to seven days. So whether you've got a big presentation coming up, a first date, something like that, anything, any situation like that, that might just trigger some sweating, you can use sweat block and feel pretty good about coming out of it dry. It's your little secret to confidence. And we know if you don't have to worry about that, you're going to have that confidence. If it doesn't work for you for some reason, dry shirt guarantee, they will take it back and give you your money back. Google it. Go to Amazon. There are 13,000 reviews on Amazon. It's been a bestseller for 10 years. Check it out for yourself. You can do the research real quick for yourself. They want you to do the research for yourself. So go to sweatblock.com. Use the promo code Locked On. You're going to get 20% off at sweatblock.com if you use the promo code Locked On. You can go to Amazon. You go to CVS and pick some up yourself if you forget about it. But always make sure you're going to sweatblock.com. 20% off for that little extra boost of confidence if you have an excessive sweating issue. Hey, did you know 85% of people who play uh, daily fantasy sports lose? Is that really surprising? No, it's not because the games are rigged against you. That's why you need Stat Hero, the first ever daily fantasy sports book that puts you in control and winning within reach. They show you their lineups and they dare you to beat them. It's you versus the house, one-on-one, head-to-head, winner-take-all. No one else does that. No one shows their cards and say, you beat this. Okay? Go and check it out. Stat Hero is daily fantasy the way it's meant to be, one-on-one. You are in total control. Play Stat Hero now and change the odds. Go to stathero.com slash locked on. Sign up for free. And right now, you can get three times back on your first play. That's pretty good. You're getting a 300% match. That's unheard of. Go to stathero.com slash locked on. Stathero.com slash locked on. 
Make sure you're following our social channels at LO Celtics on Twitter and at Lockdown Celtics on Instagram. Laying some money down on some games, make sure you're checking out the Lockdown Bets podcast. Your boy Q and Lee Sterling got you covered. Lock of the day, wrong team favorite, WTF. They will have everything you need to get a leg up, maybe make a couple extra bucks. So make sure you're checking out Lockdown Bets. Wherever you get your podcasts, what are the odds do you think that Juancho Hernan Gomez is competing for a starting spot? This is an interesting, I think, conversation. This is kind of something that I brought up before. This is not unheard of. He's started plenty of games in his in, in the NBA. So let's not say we're elevating some nobody into start into a starting role. Now, last season he had COVID, so he missed time due to that. And when he came back, he was just it, it just didn't work. Last season was an unmitigated disaster. I fully admit it. That's why I've been saying this is a project, a reclamation project, a flyer on this guy. So with the Celtics, he fills a need. And this is where the starting thing comes in. Let's look at this. As a starter in Minnesota, once he got the trade, once he got traded there, he shot 42% from three. Last season, in 52 games, only six as a starter, he shot 32.7% from three, which is horrible. That's 42% is awesome, Steph Curry. 32.7 is like worse than Marcus Smart. So that's the the swath of <laughs> Hernan Gomez. When he starts. He shoots well. When he doesn't start, he doesn't shoot well. Look at this. This is I thought this was interesting. Minutes distribution and then three-point percentage. Zero to nine minutes, so barely used 23.2% from three. Okay, fine. You're barely playing. You're not going to come in and get hot right away. That's tough for a lot of people to do. 10 to 19 minutes, 29.1%. So theoretically still getting in there, not great, but 19 minutes, that's, you know, a couple of good stretches. A good five, six-minute stretch, you get two of those. Somewhere in there you should be hitting some shots. 20 to 29 minutes, 38.2%. This is career now. 38.2% as a when he gets 20 to 29 minutes. It dips to 33.5 when he gets 30 to 39, and then... 40-plus is very rare. He gets 50, he hits half his threes there, but he's never going to play 40-plus. Historically, starting plus 20 to 29 minutes, he shoots 38% from three. So now here's the question. Is it possible for him to come in and start, play some short stints, but have that starting in there, have the 25 minutes per game and maybe he can get up to that 38% from three. 38% from three is good. You want that 38% from three. That's perfectly acceptable. That's better than acceptable. If a a guy's out there and he shoots 38% from three, that's a guy you have to cover. And that's all you want out there. You want a guy that needs to be covered. So I'm not saying this now that I'm saying... You gotta start Wancho. He again, reclamation project. This is you don't know what he's gonna be. He might come in, they might start him all four preseason games, he might suck, and that's it. And then you you try him for the season. If it doesn't work, you you'll try to get rid of him at the trade deadline, whatever. Okay? I, I stick by it. It's a, it's a no-risk move. So, but 
The Celtics have a hole in their starting five. They have a hole at power forward. They need shooting on the floor. This kind of presents itself as a possible solution. This kind of says, well, you don't, you don't have a real power forward out there right now. You need somebody who can shoot. If this guy has the numbers where if you start him and playing 25 minutes a game, he, he historically, statistically shoots well, then maybe that's who you want out there. I'm just saying it's possible. I'm just saying that that's something that they need to consider. That's, that's one of the avenues that Ime Odoka needs to determine. Like, okay, suddenly there's a new candidate for a starter in there. Because I had come to the conclusion prior to this trade that it's smart, Tatum, Brown, Rob. And who's the fifth guy? And I just figured, put Josh Richardson in there next to Marcus Smart. You have a really good defensive backcourt. That helps everybody. And that still is a very strong argument. Because the other thing about Hernan Gomez is, he's not going to defend extraordinarily well. So there might be a few more mistakes on his part there. And, and that's why you don't want to play him 35 minutes a game as a starter. You want to keep it down to about 25. But you got to weigh the options here. What's, what's the bigger impact? Is, is having that defender? And maybe Josh can be a, a good shooter. He can re, rediscover his Miami shooting touch. And if he does that, then that's probably a better option. Because he gives you the defense on top of it. If he can shoot 38% and give you that defense in the backcourt, now you've got Smart and Richardson in the backcourt playing that defense. That takes a lot of the pressure off of Robert Williams. That keeps him out of foul trouble. Maybe that keeps him a little healthier because he's not running all over the place trying to cover for somebody. There's a real strong argument there for Rob to or, or, or Josh Richardson to start for all of those things. But at the same time, now you have an added variable. You're obligated to figure out this variable and figure out, does Hernan Gomez, with his history, with what he can do, does he fit into that starting lineup? Here's the other thing. I've been I'm talking about my minutes distribution piece, and I, I had that on, on Boston Sports Journal, and there's, there's minutes to go around for certain people, but I never factored in Chris Dunn. I never factored in Carson Edwards. So if I'm talking about 25 minutes for Juancho Hernan Gomez, those are 25 minutes that have to come from somewhere. And now the question is, if we get to a point where like, yes, maybe we should start uh, Juancho, where do those minutes come from? Who, they have to come from somebody. You can say maybe you take a couple from Jason and Jalen, I guess, to keep their minutes down. You want to ramp them up later. Uh, maybe, maybe I'm thinking about too many minutes for Robert Williams. Maybe you because he is a big. So that big man rotation. Maybe Rob gets 20 minutes or 22 minutes, not 28 or 30 minutes. Maybe Al Horford misses, you know, or, or plays a little less. And, and that's where the minutes come from. But when I was doing my calculations, now I have to rethink my calculations. They, they have to come from somewhere. Those minutes are not minutes that I had allotted to somebody else who was traded. There were zero minutes allotted to the people who were traded. And now I'm trying to add 25 minutes to the mix. That presents a little bit of a problem. It's going to be interesting to see. 
this could end up hurting Grant Williams and his opportunities, uh, which, you know, sorry, Grant, like this is going to be difficult. It's going to be very difficult for him. It could take, make sure uh, it could make uh, it very difficult for Romeo Langford to get minutes. It's, it's hard to say where those minutes are going to come from. That's something that needs to be figured out. Up next, Brad Stevens basically going shopping at the flea market and a couple of gems here. Has he uncovered something? I'll talk about that next. First, I got to tell you about Rock Auto, the place to go when you need anything for your car, truck, camper, or anything. Uh, we know that those chain stores that you drive by, they're only so big, it's impossible for them to, cover, to, to stock everything needed for every car. No matter how complicated, no matter how simple, you can go to rockauto.com. They have an expansive catalog that's very easy to use. Any information that you're going to tell a clerk at one of those stores, you can just enter yourself at rockauto.com and see all of the options to get delivered right to your door. A lot of those times, they're going to have to deliver stuff to you anyway at one of those other stores. So don't bother. Why are you going somewhere else to tell someone else that information? Just do it yourself from home. You can save 30 to 50 to even 100% more on some of these parts. I've talked to people who have saved hundreds. Whatever it is, like I said, if you know what's going on in that engine, if you just want a new wipers or a new floor mat, it's all there. It's a family business that's been doing this for 20 years. They have got you covered. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. When you do buy something, write locked on in their how did you hear about us box. That's how they know we sent, we sent you. So please write locked on in their how did you hear about us box. It's an amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com The Locked On Celtics podcast is on YouTube now so make sure you're subscribed to that if you want to watch the show So Brad Stevens has brought in Josh Richardson and Juancho Hernan Gomez two guys who we've seen like I've seen Juancho firsthand play well I've seen Josh Richardson firsthand play well I've also seen them play like complete crap. <laughs> and uh, that's why they're reclamation projects. That's why Dallas was willing to give up on Josh Richardson. That's why Memphis told him to never even report after the trade from Minnesota. And that's why Minnesota was willing to give him up. So I've compared it to Brad Stevens basically shopping at flea markets. If you've ever watched the old show, not old show, it was a couple years ago, called Flea Market Flip. You go, these people went to flea markets and you'd find like a dresser or a bench or something like that. And it's all, you know, scuffed and whatever. But you would reimagine it and turn it into something. People do this all the time. You go to a, a place, a flea market, a yard sale. You kind of refinish some piece of furniture. And then you turn it into something that is a gem that you got for almost nothing. And that's what Brad Stevens is trying to do here. And the best part about this is it, it could go two different ways. I mean, actually more than two. Okay, Richardson can suck. Hernan Gomez can suck. And if that's the case, bye. Right? Hernan Gomez, non-guaranteed next year. He can go this summer. Richardson, a little bit more difficult, but tradable money. If you need to, if you need to find a way to unload him, that's possible. You can do that. It's, it's, not, it's not impossible. So 
that's the worst case scenario. I love to think about things in the worst case scenario. What's the worst thing that could happen here? And if you look at that and you say, well, the worst thing that happened is they both are terrible and you have to get rid of them. That's not that hard. It's really not that bad. What's the best case scenario? Best case scenario is Wancho finds his shooting stroke, shoots 38, 39%. Josh Richardson finds his shooting stroke. Next thing you know, you've got a really good two-way player over there. And and now, now the Celtics have anywhere from useful guys on the bench that could stick around and be a part of something that help uh, Tatum and Brown or tradable assets. But remember in the mailbag last week, if you, if you were, if you listened to or watched the mailbag episode, people asked me, somebody asked me about how does Brooklyn do it? How do other teams do it? Where they sign guys, like you have, you're capped out, but yet you still get to sign guys this right here, this is part of how it gets done. Because you got Tatum and Brown, you you extend Smart, you extend Rob, you get these reclamation projects, you traded for Josh Richardson, now you've got his bird rights. You traded for Juancho Hernan Gomez, now you've got his bird rights. And you have him under contract next season if you want it for $7.5 million. If after all of this, after these next season, season or two, these guys step up, now you can extend them or give them a contract worthy of the production, whatever that number is, but still have a trade, ex- uh, or not trade exception, the mid-level exception, still have minimum contracts. So if you start to build a team that has a bunch of guys, you still now have ways to use the other exceptions. So you're not using your mid-level to bring in a flyer. You've already brought him in. So the Celtics have this possibility. It could be that these guys are tradable. It could be that some team says, hey, you know what? I will accept Josh Richardson as part of a deal along with some young players. Or I will accept Juancho Hernan Gomez as a guy. I know now that if I start him, I have a starter level player that maybe can help me be, you know, a fifth starter and a support guy, but available and able to do that. Whatever it is, if the Celtics have guys that are useful for themselves, useful in a trade, useful in any way, if they hit somehow, they hit. And, and you really have used no real huge assets to acquire them. This is the bet. This is the, the low risk, potentially high reward. And right now, I, have to, I still have to commend... Stevens for taking these little swings, finding these little guys that are potential gems. Don't know whether they are or not. But again, worst case scenario, buy. Doesn't matter. But somewhere between the worst case scenario and the best case scenario is still useful player. Some level of usefulness in that middle part. I'm not going to say I expect the best case scenario. I'm not going to say I expect the worst case scenario. But that middle part, there's so much in there that's useful. And even if it's just useful for a couple of years, let's go down that road. Even if it's just useful for a couple couple of years, you have guys, if they're useful and can help win, you've got guys that are at least helping you bridge this gap and be useful until you can find that third star or until Tatum and Brown make that next leap, whether it's this season or next season or the season after that, whenever it is, once they hit that prime and they really take off, if they can take that next step, if Tatum can be that MVP, if Jalen can be that 
perennial all-star. If these two guys are guys that for the next two years really help support that, and then after that maybe you move them or find a way to get better players, then great. But there is value to having useful players on this roster for the next year or two to show these guys, to show Tatum and Brown, hey, we're, we're trying here. I remember when we were talking about the Bradley Beal pursuit and, and going max cap space, one of the issues was whether Tatum and Brown were going to get a message that, hey, we don't care about a season in your career. And as much as we can be cold and calculating and try to look at certain numbers and you know, you've got to do it things a certain way and, and, and it makes perfect business sense, there is still a human element here that's, that says these young guys who are trying to achieve something both as a team and as individuals, you're, you're, it's, it's, it's very difficult to ask those guys to basically punt a career, a, a year in their career when they don't have to. It's one thing when you go to a team and you know that they're rebuilding and you say, all right, the first couple of years here are going to be tough. It's another thing for Tatum and Brown to have gone to multiple conference finals, to be in a position here where a couple of moves might get this done, to say, hey, we are absolutely not even trying this year. That's difficult to ask a guy. And by getting Richardson and Hernan Gomez, you, you can at least, Brad can sit them down and be like, look, I, I didn't have a huge budget, but here's what we're doing. We got, we got these guys that if we can make it work, like we all got to be on the same page. You guys got to make it work. You guys got to work them in. You guys got to focus on them as much as you focus on yourselves. Be good teammates. Get them the ball. Put them in a position to be better. You guys be the stars that you are and make other players better. These guys have a track record of at least at some point along the way having been useful. So I'm not giving you nothing. I'm giving you something. There's potential there. We have to work together and uncover that potential. We're trying. So I think the reclamation project, I think there's strong potential here. There is potential. But we just don't know which way that potential is going to go. But for me, I'm looking at this and I say, they're building a team here. However temporary some of these guys might be, they're actually building a team that you can start to see, all right, well, hey, we're building, you know, there, there are potential fits here. There's, there's more variance to this team than there is to others, right? There's more variance to this team than there is to the Brooklyn Nets. No one's going to say that there isn't. No one's going to sit here and say, whoo, Wancho, baby, yes, championship, yes. You know, no one's going to say that. But in this where they are and the tools that they had to work with, they're putting themselves in a better position. And then hopefully that turns into a good situation that makes the team better in the longer term. All right, here's the plan for the podcast. Lots of mailbag questions have come in. Uh, johncorrales.com slash mailbag. As soon as I set that link up, people are sending me tons of questions. So bonus mailbag tomorrow. I'll do a mailbag on Friday. I'll figure out the... Wednesday, Thursday show. Then I'm going on vacation for a couple of weeks, but I've got a pre-recorded series of podcasts doing a deep dive into Brad Stevens' coaching career, the coaching era for Brad Stevens in the NBA. 
So that's done. You're going to have two weeks of podcasts, the deep dive, like during the COVID shutdown, if you're a longtime listener, those deep dives, well, me, Mike Dynan, Chuck McKenney, all of the former RedsArmy.com sat down, did a long podcast that's going to spread out over two weeks, diving deep into Brad Stevens' The Coaching Era. So that's coming up over the next two weeks. I'm going Monday through Friday this week. So make sure you're subscribed. When I come back from vacation, that's media day. Season starts. We're right back into the swing of things. So be subscribed so you know when these shows drop on podcasts. Be subscribed on the Locked uh, Locked On Celtics YouTube page. So as soon as you know, ring that bell, as soon as I drop a show, you know it's there. You can watch it right away. A lot of times I'll drop it there first. And then the podcast goes up, so you get a little early access. So make sure you're subscribed everywhere. And, of course, share the podcast. Tell your friends that they should be listening to and watching the Lockdown Celtics podcast here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.